0: And there, there's a great, great Donatello poster, poster right in the middle of the, um, right in the middle of the magazine. And I don't know who. Centerfold. Yeah, right in the centerfold. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Donnie in nice. a centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> Michelangelo here, you know, the master of the whirling pizzas, and you, my friend, are listening to Turtle Flakes, a bodacious ball of Ninja Turtles goodness, brought to you by my radical dudes, Rob and John. Cowabunga!
1: Cowabunga dudes and dudettes, welcome back to another episode of the Turtle Flakes podcast with me, Joshua Rourke, and my co-host, Josh Witt. Yeah, there's no Rob here today, I'm sorry, I'm not happy. <laughs>
2: Hey jerks! Right.
1: Man, I ain't gonna dumb this podcast down. No, it's
0: Rob Luther, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Yeah, that, oh wow, what a what a what a reception! Thank you so much. <laughs> oh well, guys, how, how have you been doing this week? Oh man, it's it's been exhaustive this week. It's just,
1: oh, I know. Being all about an it. adult is hard.
0: <laughs> so that's why we have this podcast, so we can be kids for like an hour.
1: I know, it'd be <laughs> or nice. three. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, uh well guys, first of all, I'm so fired up that uh, you know, Josh is here, Jay Weezy's here yet again and you know, Josh will work, you're all right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you're all right.
1: yeah. I'm that guy that you have to make you guys look better. So Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: yeah. We could use all the help we can get there, yeah. You gotta bring What's in a problem? cooler. So you know? <laughs> uh so guys, just to jump right into it, today is February twenty fifth, I believe. Yeah. So three more days I close my house. I'm really fired up about that. All uh, right, man. Yeah, so um apparent well, I guess by the time this releases, it'll be right around uh March 2nd, I guess. And on March 2nd of 1991, according to the turtle history that I was given by our good friend Brian, uh the TMNT appear on the cover of TV Guide along with Big Bird, Bart Simpson, Captain Planet, Tiny Toons, and of course, Steve Urkel. Did I All do right. that? <laughs> Hi, Laura. Dude, that was
3: quite a that was quite a list. That must be a heck of a cover, man. That's got to be huge.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw the picture. That's of a it. lot of
3: characters, really. Oh man. Yeah, oh, it's
0: awesome. it's funny because like it shows Urkel. He's kind of shrugging with his hands up in the air, and then it's the turtles are in his hands, and the Tiny Toons, and Bart Simpson skateboarding up his arm. Oh
3: my gosh, that's awesome.
1: Man, if anything could encapsulate 1991 on one single piece of paper, yep. it's that is right there. You know what? Yeah. You're right. Dude. I was thinking the same yeah. thing,
0: man. I, I, all those shows were a big part of my childhood right there. So. And then 1995 happened, and it's like, extreme. Everything's just, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very true, very
1: true. Gushers. But... I don't know. So.
3: <laughs> and everyone was talking about the web, the World
1: Wide Web. Oh, oh man, yes. the net.
0: The oh net. yeah, yeah, yeah. When a yeah.
1: floppy disk could destroy the world. Uh-huh. That's
0: right. And then, uh, you know, you had to tie up the phone line if you want to get on dial-up. Then get yelled at, <laughs> yeah. get off the computer! You even and had to paid. pump
3: up your shoes before you went outside.
0: Ah, true, <laughs> true, yeah. yeah. Then you had your acid wash jeans and uh, your L.A. gears. Although, you know, the L.A. gears are making a comeback. Hmm. I, I've seen some kids at school wearing them now. And they're, they're nice. now they're, like, LED and color-coded and everything, so... They're all oh. they're all poor. They're, those are the poor shoes now, you know. So. <laughs> <You're> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so guys, uh, I know it's only been a, a week since we talked last, but uh, have you gotten any turtle pickups in the last couple weeks, or last week, I should say? Uh, yeah,
1: I did. I got one because uh, based on the
0: uh, how
1: much I love TMNT Universe Number Six with uh, the introduction of Worm. I actually got a a worm action figure from the
0: 1988 line. So nice, nice. Did
1: you get it loose? So no, it was in box. The only one I could find was in box. Wow. Paid a little bit more for it than I kind of probably should. I paid like thirty dollars for it. So, but he looks great. Looks incredibly gross. Well,
0: thirty bucks isn't <clears throat> too bad. That that that's about standard.
1: Yeah, it's it, that probably is. But you know, it's like yeah, man, spend thirty. The the thing that bothered me about it was. Spent thirty bucks on it, didn't care, had no cares about it, thought it was great, thought I got a good deal, and it came with the original price tag from like Toys R Us on the on the back and it said three seventy five.
2: Oh, oh
1: <laughs> It's like, man, I know inflation, but I feel like I just got ripped off, and literally <laughs> ten times what it's worth. <laughs> That's awesome. So that's my mini Tory review. That'll be the Tory review for this
0: episode. Yeah, I got ripped off. <laughs>
1: with
0: <an actual> <laughs> oh, so. That's awesome. So, what about you, Jay Weezy?
3: Uh, yeah, actually, um, last episode I was talking to uh, Joshua Work about the the works because I had volume one and two, and you know I was thinking about moving forward with picking up another one. We talked about it. I decided to pull the trigger, so I got uh volume three. So I have one, two, and three now. So, kind of pumped about that. Nice. I'm planning to eventually get them all, but I decided to go with three because I think it's not technically in print. You could still find it, but you know, I want to get them before they're really hard to find and I have to pick them up like used, really expensive, or in bad condition. Yeah. So, I'm kind of working through
0: those. So that's cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've been wanting to get the um, the pizza box. Is, is that the pizza box ones you're you're talking about? Yeah. The yeah, yeah, the works. Yeah, the the ones that are um, uh, colored, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so ah, yeah, see, I've got the um, the uh, ultimate collections, the black and white with the commentary at the end. I've got the first two volumes for that, but um, I'd like to finish that run, and I'd also like to get the colored ones, you know, because yeah. I think both kind of provide there's, their own. They're the same thing. Yeah. 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 I, I I just think the color would add a lot to the comics, you know, mm-hmm. kind of distinguish things a little bit more. So, and for me, I've not gotten a whole lot. Um, the only two things that I've gotten. I did order TMNT magazine issue 2. But man, it's it's a cool little book. It really. The crazy thing is when I went to go open it, by the way, it's the fall of 1990, I think, this issue. Mm-hmm. Uh when I went to go open it, one of the toy ads, it's it's the second page on the left, it says Motor City Sounds of Service and it's a, a giant like Hot Wheels play set. Uh I I completely forgot I owned this as a kid. So, it was a major blast last of the past year uh, seeing that toy because I literally hadn't thought about that toy since I was probably five years old but I, I had it. it was a li- it's this little service station it's got like a gas station on it and it has like this little road map on the bottom I, d- I don't know I think my aunt had given it to me for Christmas a long long time ago so seeing that really took me back and th- and that's that's kind of the appeal with these TMNT magazines not only do you get the, like, the cheesy you know kid content which was pretty cool but um, yeah. It even tried to be educational too, but also all the toy ads, man, they really take me back. And uh, just just a brief overview for a couple things that I saw in it. There's a great little comic drawn by Jim Lawson in the Archie style, it looked really good, and it's got Hothead in it. Uh, another thing I saw, it was an ad for Captain Planet, and there there's a great great Donatello poster, poster right in the middle of the um, right in the middle of the magazine, and I don't know who Centerfold. Yeah, right in the centerfold. Yeah, <laughs> <Nice. laughs> in <Nice>. a centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and and then um, of course you got the turtles photoshopped with um mountain bike mania, where all these people are mountain biking and the turtles are drawn right next to them, like they were there the whole time. And then then it's kind of cool. There there's a new Splinter segment where it says, "Where are the weapons?" And basically Splinter's in the sewer and he's going, "Hey, there's turtles' weapons are here. Try to find them." And then the person who owned this magazine actually circled all the where all the weapons were. So who knows how long Spoiler. ago he did that? <laughs> spoilers, Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> um, yeah, just it just re- was really cool. And I- I'm going to go into more depth later, and maybe maybe write this or review these on my blog. But uh, I was so tickled to get that. It was only about six bucks. So are those available online anywhere? Well, I don't I don't know if you can actually download them. I know um, the Technodrome forums have scans of them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they, they've got scans of the covers. I'm not sure if they've got like the scans of the, all the content, but uh, yeah, on eBay they're like three, four bucks uh, up to about ten bucks, so they're pretty cheap. You should throw uh, throw some pictures up on our uh, on our page, Rob. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will. Yeah, I, I got it about two days ago, and man, there's some good stuff in there. So, money well spent. I can afford that. <laughs> good job, <Matt>. Nice, good. <laughs> you pull. need to stop talking about it because like everyone's I gonna buy them up. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you're hyping it. And then the only other thing is something completely obscure, something uh, that our buddy Willie from Arcade USA and uh, Cleco Visions and the Toy Tomb and about five other retro podcasts, really cool guy Willie is, he reached out to me last week, as actually as we were recording the last episode, and he showed a picture of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles periscope. It's like a pizza periscope. <laughs> and uh, he said, hey, look what I found at this one store. And I was like, dude, I've never seen that before in my life. I said, I'll pay you whatever it costs. Can you just pick that up? Uh, and he did. He was kind enough to pick it up for me. And he said, and I didn't know this till after. I'd already paid him. He said that somebody tried to flag him down in the parking lot and offered 75 bucks for this thing. Uh, but Willie, being the loyal friend and the awesome guy that he is, he's like, nope, I already got it from my friend. Wow. Yeah, so uh it's he said he was shipping it out today, so uh so I can't wait to review that or, or maybe write about that on the, the blog or post some pictures and stuff. I've never seen it before. And that's it. Those are the only two pickups I've gotten. So, I can see I can see Rob in his house. Downscope, downscope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then my wife just kinda of rolls her eyes. Oh, what a dork.
1: Just another time that Chris Beth looks up to the sky and says, Why? Why, Why did, did I, I marry <laughs> this guy? <laughs> <laughs> As I'm sure all of our wives do. So. Oh yes! Oh yes!
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, guys, I got some um, uh, real quick. I've got some really, really awesome announcements for the show. First of all, uh, BJ Hahn, she'll be coming up on our show uh, pretty soon. She is a great commission artist. Uh, she's drawn a lot of our stuff. She drew the um, Turtle Tracks logo for, for of me and my son, and and she actually drew a logo for an, another podcast I do with a buddy of mine. Um She's just a great person and a hardcore fan, goes to a lot of cons, uh, great artwork, and I think I've even got a link uh, to her art page on our show notes. She's going to be on the show in the next couple of weeks, and um, speaking of possible guests, this is another big one, is the one, the only, well, technically she's not the only one, but uh, the very first movie, April O'Neil, Judith Hogue. She has agreed to come on our show. That is awesome. Wow, uh, The April O'Neil is going to be on our show I And it's, it's all thanks to Thaddeus Manning He was the one who had the guts to go up to her During the Pensacon uh, convention and, and ask, you know First of all, he was kind enough to mention our show And said, hey, uh, would you ever be interested in come on the show? And she's like, yeah, sure Just have Rob reach out to me And I was like, okay so I sent her an email. Sure enough, she got right back to me and said she'd love to come on. So this is fantastic! Wow, I, dude, that's awesome. I'm just I'm just surprised that the April O'Neil is going to be on our show.
1: Man, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to feel really bad when when and if we actually interview her, and we're going to ask her questions that she probably hasn't thought the answers to in like 25 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like oh my gosh, these guys are dorks.
1: God, I'm <laughs> nerds. Why do I? I'm not going to conventions anymore. You know? I just want to know,
3: like, when they were trying to pitch the role to her, like explaining Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to her, like what she was thinking. Like, what is this? Like a horror film or something? Like, because it, it's gotta sound so weird when you're pitching it to somebody. It like, came
1: I, from outer space, you know? right?
3: Yeah, I know it. I Mutant know it. Turtles. Yeah, it's like oh man, that's gonna be great.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean, it had to have been pretty surreal for her to. You know, be recording with with literally I don't know stuntmen in pretty complex costumes and stuff, and and having to act alongside them. So, you know, that says a lot about you know her her talent and her her ability as an actress because uh, yeah, that that's got to be pretty tough. But um, yeah, man, there's yeah. so many questions I have for her, and I, I just
3: wanted to ask her how she got behind in her Sony payments.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, how much know. was she buying from Sony? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like what, what was she picking up? She might. I mean, I should- she was. She had to have been rolling in the dough too, because she was a news reporter and she had the uh, her own antique shop. Her parents' one.
3: She eventually got the corner office. I
1: mean, yeah, I know, I know. And yeah. she had a huge apartment. Let's be honest, like a huge apartment in New York City costs a lot of money.
3: <laughs> this is true. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, like what is considered a normal apartment in New York City is what we call closets in our homes. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the turtle come. Maybe that's Michelangelo now. This is Donatello. Come
0: in. Guys, we got two voicemails this uh, this week. Wow. Yeah, I know. We got we got one yesterday, and then uh, we got one about a week ago. So Getting popular. Right. <laughs> two whole calls. This is amazing. Because I honestly didn't think many people would call. So it's great, guys, and we encourage you to keep on calling. We love hearing these and uh, putting them in the show. Uh, we got a call the last episode from Michael Jacobson. Again, thank you for the call. And the first one... Uh, is from Anthony Pig, who's actually a pretty good friend of friend of ours. Um, posts a lot on our Facebook page and but he's a first time caller here. Alright um, long time
3: listener, first time caller.
0: That's right, that's right.
3: Calabunga dudes,
0: Anthony Pig here. I just like to say I love y'all's podcast. Keep up the awesome work, y'all.
3: Oh and by the way only one thing I would ask that we all cover more of the next mutation series, especially the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meets the Power Rangers in Space crossover episode, Shell Shocked. Ooh, I can't wait for that, especially with the new movie coming out. Well, I can't wait. Well, uh, enough of my ranting on. I'll see y'all later, guys.
2: Calabunga.
0: He says, uh, God, uh Anthony was kind enough to give us a call, and uh, just to sum it up, he said that he really enjoyed the show and, uh, you know, he he's been a long-time listener and he's a die-hard Next Mutation fan and really hopes that we cover some more of that soon. Uh especially the Power Rangers and uh Next Mutation crossover. So we we got to get on that, man. That that would be awesome. Well, I'm your, I'm your guy for that. I got that. I'll yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, you're you're what? more the
1: the pro Next Mutation guy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a defender. I recognize that it, it it's kind of, you know,
0: sewage, <laughs> but whatever. You know, I'm I pro. I, don't, I don't hate it. But J- Jay Weezy loves it.
3: I'm I'm thrilled. I can't yeah. barely, I can I can barely contain myself.
0: All of a sudden he's going to be like, "Oh, no, can't make it." Yeah, make can't make guys, it. Uh, Taking another 6 months off.
3: Going on. Yeah. I was I was secretly hoping he'd go through all the episodes while I was gone. That's why I gave <laughs> it 6 months, but unfortunately it didn't happen.
1: I told yeah. you getting
0: Joshua to work on the show was a bad idea.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
0: Uh, and then uh, we got a so. First of all, Anthony, thank you so much for the phone call, man. And we'll definitely we'll definitely work on that because th- that that's one goal I want to do is give some more love to the Archie series and um, you know a lot of the Avengers series and the next mutation. That, I think that's the one area where we're we're lacking right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure how we can do it because we're going weekly now and our shows are pretty long as it is. But there, there's got to be a, be a way, and we'll definitely kind of iron out some some stuff there. So we can just alternate. Last time we did a classic
1: episode, this time you know, just we'll probably on the classic episodes where we'll just talk about the original cartoon one week and then the next week we'll do Next Mutation or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, like maybe follow our regular format. But just yeah. like every other week. What well, like this week we're covering the two thousand three era, then maybe next week we cover Archie and the Next Mutation, then the following week we make it up to the Nickelodeon era, something like that. Right. Okay, cool. I I could I could dig that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So and then the we got a second phone call from the one, the only, Judith Hoag. Hi, this is Judith Hogue as the original April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'm so
1: glad you called. Leave a message after the beep, and if we're not
0: beating up bad guys and trying to like whip the Foot Clan. Cold. We will return your call just as
2: soon as we can. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Did, you guys, did you guys get to listen to that message?
1: I heard it, yeah, when you yeah. Uh, texted it to me. Yeah. Well,
0: good, good. So I'm glad you guys heard that one. Uh, and I'll edit that in the show. It is hilarious. And it's so funny when I was uh, grocery shopping with my wife and, and uh, my little one. And uh, I get the strange number because it, it's the Google Voice is linked through my phone. And I didn't recognize the number. I was like, I don't know who that is. And then I got a voicemail on the TurtleCom. It, sh- it shows an email. And uh, so I go pull it up in my car as I'm loading up groceries. And uh, I had to take a double take. I was like, who is that? And then I was like, wait a minute. That's April. It's April. <laughs> oh my it's the TurtleCom. She just called. I-, 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 I geeked out to my wife. I said, honey, April just called my phone, you know.
3: I could I see Rob just like tears off his shirt and just runs away like, April needs me. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife like standing there with all the groceries still loading the car like, What?
1: Why are you going to take your shirt off? (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny because I played it when you texted it to me. I was downstairs uh, in the kitchen with my wife and our kids. We were getting breakfast ready. And (laughs) I played it, and my wife looks at me. She says, you're blushing. I was like, I'm not sure.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's awesome. Uh, Isn't that a line from the movie, too? You're blushing. Yeah, I know, right?
1: And then I threw a sigh at my kids and, you know, whatever.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Child Protective Services was called. It was a whole thing. Uh, they got me on
0: so, speed dial. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, guys, that w- I mean, that's incredible that that we got uh, that voicemail too. So that was a complete bonus. And, and Thaddeus kind of hinting around, was like, hey, I got a little surprise for you guys. And you know, our hats off to you, Thaddeus, Mister T, man, you are. Uh, he's officially what's the word? Our spokesman, our uh, hype man. Yeah, he he is because he's getting the word out there. And man, he's doing a way better job than I ever did. Yeah,
3: that's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Thanks a lot, so pal.
1: You gotta have a manager and Thaddeus Manning is the pall bearer to our undertanker, you know. So Yeah, I could see yeah, that. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. my turtle oh. athletics.
3: <laughs> we gotta have some representation.
0: That's true. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, dude, thank you so much. And it's because of Mr. T that we might have uh, Judith Hogue on our show very soon, so um, we're in the process of just nailing down a date, and we'll have her on. It's going to be incredible. So, and,
3: and thanks to Mrs. T, we have pierogies.
0: All right, guys. So, uh, moving right along to speaking of Mr. T, um, uh, Mr. T's Channel Six News, um, and we just got a couple here today. Uh, so, I'll rattle these off: the good smile. Uh, toy Company, they're they are opening up uh, pre-orders for the James Jean-inspired Bebop statue yeah. on March 2nd. And I've seen pictures of the statue. Man, it looks gorgeous. And I and I love his little drill gun. Yeah,
1: straight from the cartoon, man. And I'm oh, super torn time. about these because they're doing like a Shredder, Bebop, Rocksteady, and Krang statue. Very much in the same style as the Ninja Turtle statues that came out in 2015. And I'm so torn about getting them. Because I really want them. Because I got the four turtles. I should get the four bad guys. But it's like, yeah, but they're expensive. And <laughs> yeah, I know. Ninety nine. Uh, yeah, they're big statues too. You know, I mean, they're well worth the price. it's like, I'm, I'm torn. I might. We all know I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> get them. He's going to get them.
3: He's going to. We know this is going down.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm the, I'm the modern turtles guy. You know, I got to get the modern
0: collectibles. You know. So. Ah, true, true. All right, I got a question for you. If there was an old Hob figure that came out, would you buy it? Buying it. A- yeah. Buying it. I, you know, I think I would too. Even at that price, that's I'd have to save for it for like a couple months. But
1: You know, I'm, I'm praying to whoever will listen to me that they put out an IDW comic book line of figures. Like oh, the Four Turtles, that. Old Hob, uh, Alapex, Angel, As Nobody, the, the Metalhead. I want figures for all of those, and I would get every single one of them, and I would <laughs> run out of space. You know? but, because I love the character designs of the IDW series. Like as a whole... They have not had a poorly designed character. Even no. like they're one-off villains or one-off characters, they've all been amazingly just planned out. They all look great. And I would love oh, to um yeah. I
0: love, I love to have an IDW-styled uh, um, Shredder. Oh, okay. man, that'd be cool. He's he's probably my favorite designer Shredder so far.
1: Definitely, yeah. The only character I don't really care for is uh, Racking. King. Uh, uh, yeah, it's
0: a little different. It's a different take.
1: Yeah, it looks cool, but it's just like, it. I don't really, it just, Jim Lawson did such an amazing, it, I mean, I'm biased, because that's my favorite character, my favorite comic book, he did such an amazing design of Rat King, you shouldn't alter it, just do that every single time, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. <laughs> Especially,
1: it would be great if you realize that's the same Rat King and all the continuities, and he just links all of them together, so.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. But, uh, yeah, um. Moving on uh, here, looks like, speaking of figures, we have some new TMNT wrestler figures from Playmates coming out. <laughs> um, Leonardo's going to be Finn Balor. Michelangelo's going to be Roddy Piper. That's the one I'm going to have to get. Donatello's going to be the Ultimate Warrior, and Raph is going to be The Rock.
1: Dude! Yeah,
0: can you smell what the Raph is cooking? How is Raphael <laughs> not Roddy Piper? Oh, good question. You know, he, question. he should be Roddy Piper. Yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, per- Raphael's kind of a hothead. Roddy oh, Piper, yeah. when he was a heel, he was definitely a hothead. When he was a
1: good guy, he was a he was a hothead. You know? True, very true, yeah,
0: very well, true. But Raphael has the people's sigh. The people's yeah. slybrow. <laughs> <laughs> people's slybrow. <laughs> <sigh> <laughs> that was good. Oh, but yeah, so they'll be coming out. Um, we've not gotten a uh, date yet, but the article I read off of com. I think it's written by a guy named Justin. He does most of their articles, and he's he's a great writer. He uh, said he's speculating that it'll be sometime around WrestleMania, and I want to say WrestleMania is either in late April or early May, so it'll it'll be within the next two months for sure uh, that they'll be out. And then lastly, the Teenage Mutant Turtles DVD, the new the newest uh, cartoon DVD, will include four episodes from season five, and uh, Mark Hamill is going to be Hothead, and from the Archie comics. Um, he's making an appearance in the in one of the first four episodes, so uh, that should be out on March twenty first. And that, that's
2: cool. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, nice. that's
0: a that's a big one right there. Joker, well, of course, Luke. I mean, he, he's he's a legend. Um, L- Luke, who? Ah, uh, you know, I can't remember his last name. Uh, something, something. Walker. Oh, shut up. You star- stroller. You star stroller. <laughs> <laughs> star- <laughs> stroller. What was it? Yeah, star. star- yeah, star, stroller. Stroller. star- stroller. G- stargazer.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Air, Air walker, like the shoes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and the
0: pumps, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, uh, so that's it for the news, guys. Uh, short but sweet. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: welcome back to another entry of Josh's Radical Recommendations. Jay, yeah. Wh- Jay Wheezy's favorite segment, because I get to talk about Power Rangers, you know? Dude,
3: if you do <laughs> some more Power Rangers, uh, I don't know, dude. I'm just going to okay, blast well. myself.
1: You're in luck, because this week I'm going to talk about the DVD collections for the Big Bad Beetleborgs, so...
3: Oh, wow. Oh no, my gosh, I'm are not, you
1: serious? I'm not doing that, no. That was,
3: no. Like, that was the one thing that could be worse than Power Rangers, is a knockoff of Power Rangers. Yeah, That's I know. Awful. VR
1: Troopers this week on Turtle Flakes, yeah. Oh gosh, I love that show.
3: Dude, I am so mad That stupid song. Big Bad, bad oh. Beetleborgs. It's going to be in my head all day. Thanks,
0: Alright, well See, my my work is done. That's it. Yeah. Roxy's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh yeah. Like fungus. Yeah. Got <laughs> yeah, fungus among us. <laughs> Alright, so
1: this week actually I'm gonna talk about a book I have called Batman No Man's Land. This is actually a novelization of a year long story arc in the Batman comics that took place in the early two thousands. Or maybe it was late nineties, somewhere around there. And Actually, I'm talking about the novel because i much much it to the comics. It's actually a lot better than the comic books. Um, so what this is, is it's uh, built around the story of No Man's Land. Gotham City was actually pretty much leveled by an earthquake. And it would have cost so much money to repair Gotham City that the government just like cut off all ties to it and made it a literal No Man's Land. It's illegal to go there. They blew up the bridges because it just would have been too much to rebuild it. (laughs) And so basically what they did is they just left... It's escaped from New York. They just left all the criminals there. And so Batman is there protecting uh, the citizenry of Gotham that's still there because there are people that just stayed there. And it's a really good story that takes place over the course of an entire year. And it follows the exploits of Batman, Robin... Barbara Gordon, Nightwing, the entire Bat family, and um, it really. This is going to sound ridiculous, but it brings a little bit more of a realistic take on Batman and his Rogues Gallery, uh, because it's not a co- because it's not a comic book. You can kind of shy away from the flamboyant, you know, Joker's got a purple, like, technicolor purple suit on, and Bane, Man. and just all these weird characters. Like you can you can be a little bit more realistic with it. It's out of print for a long time now so it's definitely harder to find but you can find it on ebay and amazon i'm sure um it uh probably my favorite section of this book is where jim gordon uh, commissioner gordon just finally has enough of batman being a d-bag <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> you know you're you and i are done we're done you suck you know? <laughs> he just kind of walks away from him and it's a really entertaining a really entertaining read it's written by a novelist and comic book writer named greg ruka um so yeah i highly recommend you go out and try to find batman no man's land
0: so very cool very cool yep. well that was a quick one
1: yeah well you know in the in the uh, interest of time you know because i'd love to go i there's so much story i could spend a whole podcast talking about it but i don't want to spoil anything because like there's not like a single chapter does that does not tie into another chapter so if i told you how one thing began you could kind of piece together how it ends you know it's it's really really meticulously planned and to be fair the comic book it was a multi-title storyline so there were several batman books a bunch of robin books and there was a bunch of superheroes in it that were thankfully cut out of the novel like there's a section of the batman comics where superman shows up it is really cool at first and then you realize superman could just take care of this whole thing in five minutes <laughs> and That's batman superman, and, super, and he like in the comic like superman literally says i can take care of this in a day just let me do this and batman's like no i have to take care of it <laughs> it's just, well you're just being a moron batman yeah, he's, and it, batman's got an ego and it and it just ruins the the rest of the comic book because yeah, let Superman take care of it. Let the let the Justice League take care of Gotham. It'll be done in a week. <laughs> and Batman's just like no. <laughs> you know,
0: whatever. It's like and that was almost think- like a Lego Batman right there. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah a little
1: bit, yeah. <laughs> and they thankfully just kind of you can almost make an argument that the justice league doesn't exist. It's almost written in a way where like Batman is the only superhero, Mm. you know, because they really only, they only deal with the human heroes and villains. So it's, it's almost in this little pocket universe. The novel is because the comic books are just ridiculous. So yeah, highly recommend you can, you can find it pretty cheap. I got mine for like 20 bucks a couple of years ago. So,
0: oh, well, nice.
1: And I got the hardcover edition, so it's a
0: $20 hardcover edition or a $5 paperback. You know, So, yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Well, thanks there, host of Rourke Steady. You're all right, man. I, li- I like that segment. It kind of changes things up. It's like almost like a commercial break because we don't want to give him too much turtle content yeah. on a Ninja Turtles podcast. And that means <laughs> I'm back next week. So <laughs> as much as Josh Wood tries to get me kicked off the show, I claw my way back on. Hey, he's been trying to—he's ki- been trying to kick me off for years, man.
1: You can't have Josh. You can't have Josh work on the show. He's got a Venus De Milo shirt. You can't do that. <laughs> oh.
0: By the way, that—that's uh, like ninety percent of uh, the last episodes. Um, blooper reel. A lot of <laughs> Venus De Milo talk.
3: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what? Somebody's got to represent. You know. Oh yeah. So- oh
2: yeah. You're right. Hello, violators. You're in Casey's comic classroom. Prepare to be schooled.
0: Okay guys, well for today's comic and I should have said this at the top of the show, um this episode we are gearing towards uh returning towards the 2003 era of the turtles. And uh we usually cover the uh, volume 4 comics and uh today we are discussing issue 7. Now on the last in the last issue, um April O'Neil she had to um There was something wrong. She wasn't feeling right. And uh of course she and April or she and April, geez, she and uh Casey have been trying to have a child for quite some time. And uh for some reason she's not been able to have a child. Well she gets sick and the Utrams examine her and find out that there's a whole bunch of nanobots in her system and there's something significant about that. We don't quite know what yet. In this issue, you certainly don't get any answers right away. As a matter of fact, when you when you actually look at the cover, you're like, "What is this?" You know, you see yeah. the turtles; they're superheroes, and I was I was intrigued. I actually remember when I picked up this comic book. I picked it up when it came out, and uh, I remember the cover looking so awesome. And you know, I've still got the same book I bought all those years ago. So, anyways, it uh, this one was published in December of 2002, and What's interesting about this is Peter Laird had been wanting to write about superhero turtles ever since 1993 because he makes a note of that at the back of the comic. He actually uh, shows us the original sketches that he had done of these turtles, you know, the superhero versions, but they were different names. Um, There was Captain Gravity, which I think was Donatello, uh, Electro Boy, which might have been Mikey, uh, Mr. Blob, which was Raph, and... Grid, which, no, I think Grid was la- Raph. I don't know, but you get the point. Uh, d- different names. And also what's cool about this comic book is at the very end, Gary Richardson, He's this is like right on the cusp of the 2003 cartoon coming out because they're talking about all the toys that are about to come out. Uh, he, he discussed that uh, hearing about a a couple of weeks they're gonna start airing commercials or previews for the debut of the two thousand three cartoon. So this is right on the cusp of another huge era of the Turtles. And it's kinda of cool to you know take a step back in, in time as a little snapshot right beforehand. So that's a great article. If you guys uh have this comic, go check out that article. It's it's really cool. It's on the second to last page. As far as the story goes Man, it opens up right away pretty daggone crazy. And, and, of course, the dialogue is as cheesy as superhero... You know, classic superhero comics get. And I think Peter Laird did that on purpose. It shows that four Turtles, and, and in, in their different suits... They're right in the middle of a battle. And, by the way, this is completely jarring... Because the issue six had nothing to do with this. So, they're fighting the Terror Kinetics... Which I think looked awesome. You got Dr. Shredarius... Slatherine, Frizzbat, that's my favorite name right there, Frizbat, <laughs> Uh Net-net, I don't know how to say the tiger's name, Canine, I guess, oh, Canine, okay, I get it, I get it, but it's spelled different, and then Amorga, uh, so these giant robots, they're all attacking these superhero turtles, and of course, the superhero turtles are working together, using each and every one of their abilities to fight off these telekinetics, or whatever they're called, terror kinetics, I should say great great scenes. Jim Lawson does a great job with the artwork here. The only thing I don't like is the the dots everywhere, like the pixelated art or whatever you would call that. Yeah, the uh, comic pop art, yeah. Yeah, you, all those all those dots everywhere, yeah. And it's only, of course, in this particular scene, this fight scene. But what's interesting is, guys, uh, and I didn't notice this until I read it today, at the very end when they defeat all the Terrokinetics, and by the way, they step on that poor Nat guy and killed him. Do you guys notice that? They kill all of them, man. They they what? really do. I guess they do. They were they were merciless, man. I'm telling Putting you. Put them man. down. Put them down. I mean, uh, Raphael stomps on the little gnat guy. And <laughs> even shows blood. I was like, oh my god.
3: Yeah, that's pretty pretty rough, man. Yeah,
0: he he, yeah. he must have hit him pretty hard to get blood from a robot. You know. Yeah, I, I guess maybe that was oil. <laughs> oil slick. <laughs> yeah, nice. But the, what's interesting is, guys, uh, the interesting is at the very end, they feel like they're being watched. Uh, and then we get a cutaway to, what was his name, Glorin, the Ootram?
1: The yeah. He,
0: it, he's looking in this uh, transmat. Apparently, what Glorin is looking at, thanks to Fugitoid, he explains it to Donatello later on, Glorin's looking at a parallel dimension. So what's interesting about this is the turtles are superheroes in a different dimension. And it's kind of cool because they return to that storyline of a different dimension of superhero turtles in the Tales series. Um, a little bit later on. I think it's one of the later issues of Tales of the TMNT, Volume 2. I can't remember which one, though. So anyways, the Turtles, they're still waiting to find out what's happening with poor April. She, she's, uh, she's unconscious right now. And the Utroms are explaining that it's, it's really hard to perform any kind of surgery to remove these nanobots. And by the way, Dr. Uh, Dr. Stockman had given I injected her with these nanobots in the end of Volume 2. So, anyways, Casey's really concerned, and he decides to call Robin. Which was interesting about this is Robin has only made one other appearance in the Turtle Comics, and that was one of the later issues of Volume One. And I think it's uh, during the oh, choosing, go ahead. she was in a City at War. Yeah, didn't they stay in our apartment or something like that? One. Yeah, uh,
1: when Casey and April broke up, Kay, uh, April went to go live with her in California.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so, you know, Casey decides to call her and really we know nothing about Robin but besides, you know, that one issue. Peter Laird did say that he was gonna do it was in the like the Turtle Tracks letters. Uh somebody yeah. had asked about Robin and he did say that he was planning on doing a story, a Robin specific story in Tales of the T M N T, but the sad thing is it never actually happened. Uh so we really she's kind of one of the more obscure characters in the Turtles universe right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but anyways, we so while Casey's concerned there, we get a cutaway to uh, Splinter talking with Jay. It's Splinter and uh, is it Steve and Metalhead? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could, I can't remember the superhero's name, uh, but it's Steve, and he's kind of a jerk in this. He's like, we should kill him. <laughs> we, I mean, you just look at this guy. He's a giant meathead,
1: and he's like, no, just kill him. Rivers of blood and panic. No. Yeah,
0: and and see, this is the side of Splinter I like. You know, the the gentle, forgiving peaceful splinter uh I, I really like this version and um <laughs> oh man see i had the opposite reaction i love this version
1: i love any version of splinter but i didn't think he was trying to be gentle i think he was just like this was his uh murtaugh moment where he's just <laughs> like i'm too old for that stuff you know?
0: like, <laughs> i can see that i'm gonna waste I see time that. with that no let's just give him some tea and talk i ain't doing that <laughs> yeah yeah well one what, what of my favorite things is uh so jay by the way uh, the reason that uh, Steve's so mad at him is because in the previous issue, Jay was spying on April's house. Jay is um, Shadow's Sh- boyfriend.
1: Shadow's boyfriend, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, he's spying and he eventually discovers uh, Splinter, uh, that his existence and everything. But he's taking it surprisingly well, so he goes in here and one of my favorite pieces of dialogue, he goes, whoa, you're a rat? I thought, I mean, you look more like a dog. And i yeah. like, yeah, and then I love, he's like, uh, Splinter goes, hmm, I have heard that before. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was like a little inside joke with Jim Lawson or something like that. But uh, I don't know. That that just cracked me up. Uh, And then eventually, you know, I love what Splinter says at the very end. He goes, hot tea. Nice, dude. That's awesome.
2: Uh,
0: And then that's it. That's it for that conversation. So they seem to be okay. And then at the end of the comic issue... Glorin, or one of the Utrams who's examining uh, April, they bring Robin in to do some tests. And turns out that Robin is not technically, or at least it seems like, she is not April O'Neil's biological sister. Because they compare the DNA analysis of both. And that's like the big cliffhanger right there. So, <gasps> they're not related after all. And yeah. that's and that's how it ends. So, so what would you guys think of this one?
1: Man, honestly, you know what? This was the first issue of this volume that I didn't care for at all. You no, know,
0: I, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm sorry. You know, I, I, uh, I just, yeah, I didn't like the way. Okay, this is going to be dumb because it's semantics, but I did not like the way the superhero turtles were written. Because when I was reading it, I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. I got the impression that Michelangelo was reading a comic or drawing a comic or writing his own comic about superhero Ninja Turtles because it seems like something Michelangelo would do, and they would talk this dorky and geeky and everything,
0: <laughs> like this. I'm I will use my energy whip to take out this. Fetish <laughs> well, you know that reminds me, Michelangelo did write one in one of the early Volume One issues. Like he had yeah. written a yeah, it was like a whole dream sequence or a whole story he had written where I think they yeah. were samurais. But then
1: you have to, and then they they pull the rug out from under you, and they realize it's you know looking through another dimension. It's like, oh, these people are just lame, and they talk like that. Okay, fine. And then the, I mean, and then the rest of the issue taking place in the hospital. This is the first issue where I could not tell what turtle they were talking to because they never mentioned their names. And oh, they I know. All, it. It's black and white. They're all dressed or drawn identically, and it's just like I could not tell what turtle was doing what and what turtle was saying what i was inclined naturally to think that fugitoid was talking to donatello but it could be leonardo it could be Raphael. you don't know you know it's just because there's never any other turtle that says anything they're not drawn in a particular if you're going to do a black and white comic you have to make them distinct somehow you know and i just did not get that from this issue and it was I'm sorry to say this. I really wanted to like it, but I just didn't, you know? Ah,
0: I got you. I got you.
1: I didn't. You know, it's just, I just wish they would have done this version in color. I know why they wanted to do it in black and white, but, you know, they just, they lost me with this one. I'm sorry. Oh, that's,
0: hey, hey, you don't have to apologize for your opinion, man.
1: (laughs) Unless your opinion is, like, super hateful or stupid, then, yeah, you don't have to apologize. (laughs) But my, but I'm a co-host on Turtle Flakes. I'm reputable, so.
0: Oh, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Jay Weezy? Um.
3: Well, I. It's hard for me to say this, but I'm going to have to agree with Rourke Steady. <laughs> yeah, uh-uh. I. I mean, for this, I mean, for me, I like. I like that they're trying to do something different. I can kind of get where they're coming from. Just trying out some new th- new things, so you know, I have to commend them for trying to do something new and different but for me this one's just kind of a swing and a miss um, and I feel like uh, the backstory with April is is probably more interesting than what's going on with the main story which is kind of backwards and 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 that being said I feel like what's going on with April should be a side story and that's a good place for it but uh, I think it's more interesting than what's actually supposed to be the main focus of the story uh, and they, sh- they should have paired it up with something else I think
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I can understand that. The the thing that I remember reading uh, in a lot of the Turtle tracks is that people complained about not enough action or, or, you know, there's so much exposition, so much dialogue that it's tough to really um, hold the reader's attention. This one, I think, kind of combated that, that argument a little bit. Uh, because it starts right off with action. And yes, it's cheesy, but I think the artwork... I, I don't know. I think it has the beginning of the book has a little bit of charm because it's such a cheesy parody of the, you know, the old superhero comics. Yeah. Uh, and I do like that it does cut away... I think this one's actually pretty well-paced. It does cut away from all that action, uh, you know, April's storyline. And actually, the one other thing I forgot to mention was... Remember at the beginning of the book where the turtles in the other dimension felt like they were being observed? Uh-huh. Well, at the very end of the book, the nanobots are changing; their behavior is changing because they're being observed by the Utrams. And I wonder if there's some kind of um, parallel there, or some kind of um, reasoning for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of a subtle but pretty interesting plot technique there. But that's interesting.
3: So their their behavior changes changes because they're being observed. So it's like the double slit experiment.
0: I remember the storyline, but I don't remember where it goes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, I I had the uh, I I
1: know where the the whole April thing goes eventually to a certain point because I don't have too many of the Volume Four books, but um, I man, I'm sorry. I feel really bad because I because you know I just I really wanted to like this one because I saw the oh, cover. I was like, I saw the cover. I was like, holy crap, what is going on here? You know, I was like, <laughs> Ninja Turtle X Men. I love that, and then it's just no.
3: <laughs> it's it's okay though. I mean, it's it's something different, right? Some people like it, some people won't. Sometimes you just want to change it up, like like sriracha sauce, right? It, it's <laughs> I'm gonna try it. I like yeah. it.
1: Who <laughs> knows? You know, oh, and, I hate it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I kind of I kind of take the opposite of what Jay Weezy said because I, I really think the the April storyline is super interesting to me, and I I under this is my problem with the, My real problem with this issue is it seems like a filler issue. It's just like we 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 have this huge story planned, but we don't want to do it yet. So I got to pad the middle here.
0: And these were released uh, bi monthly, weren't they? They they weren't yeah. every month, yeah. So you know that's a pretty big holding pattern right there.
1: Yeah, it's like can you imagine like waiting four months to find out the the answer to the super interesting thing? You know, yeah. it's, <laughs> and it's kind of and that is kind of you know pretty selfish of me to say, but it I I think there's merit to it where it's kind of like you want to hook your. Your audience to keep reading and i kind of think this issue i think i don't know but i wonder if they lost readers because of this issue i've been sticking with this series for a year now and nope they're still not going to do anything man just i'm I'm
0: done (laughs) yeah interesting stuff and and you know uh the the one other thing that i thought was really interesting about this issue is at the end we get this little letter that peter laird wrote and talks about you know his involvement how he's helped write season one of the um uh, 2003 cartoon. But then he also says, yeah, I've been talking to Jim Lawson and Dan Berger and a couple of others, and I, we're thinking about bringing, bringing Tales back. And, I, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to see because Tales ended up lasting quite a long time, you know, about quadruple what the original volume did. Uh, and I, I thought they were some of the best stories ever written in, in the Turtles universe. So uh, it's cool to kind of see, yeah, we're thinking about bringing it back, you know, all these years before. So... So, alright guys uh, hey we had different opinions but uh, you know
1: listeners I still totally recommend you go out and get these volume 4 books because it, it is a story worth reading because yeah it is just the the super serious uh, the, like the super realistic ninja turtles here with aliens and stuff yeah
0: yeah and after all I mean I you know I'm the one that's right so you know don't, just ignore the other two <laughs> those <Were issues>. you... <laughs> nice hey, where are you going out to a movie that okay
2: with
0: you yeah oh this is an interesting one i actually forgot this is have you ever heard of the character angel josh no oh okay well she's
1: Uh oh you're back I haven't gone yet. I'm waiting for you to uh, click play so I can just uh, oh. <laughs> Man's bladder's
0: busting, man. Come oh, on. Oh yeah. Let, well, let me plug. let me just uh stall a little bit. Angels <laughs> in it. Good show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let me let me uh take us in then. <clears throat> All right, guys. <laughs> for uh today's episode, we are covering Fallen Angel, which was uh, the part of the 2003 series, it's Season 1, Episode 8. It was written by Marty Eisenberg, and it aired on March 29, 2003. And what's interesting about this one is this is the debut of Angel, uh, who's a pretty famous character in the IDW series right now. So, guys, if you want to follow along, it's on YouTube. We'll provide a link in the show notes. And uh, before I go any further, let me tell you a joke that's pretty long-winded. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. All I'm right, sorry. so guys, I loved the comic. Okay,
3: let's go.
2: that's <laughs> <laughs> <So> what <laughs> you get. <laughs>
0: uh, Josh sorry, has to change in addition to going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so he's good for the rest of the show. <laughs> All right, guys, so we're gonna go ahead and click play in five, four, three, two. One One and Click bad day. And, bad head day. and, and bad poor Casey's day tied up I don't think I I don't to it's going to accept that pretty good there, I know I Even if, though it's blue And there's Hun He must work out He's in the Octagon <laughs>
2: Tonight's
3: Cage Match Championship Will determine which team Will win the honor
0: I always, like, I always like how these episodes start off, you know, with, uh, like a flash forward, you know, it's, it's later on in the episode where one of them's trapped or caught. And then we get the story. They're like, oh, it's oh, Casey! Mask on him. Dude, that's... I like how they're like, I don't know who that is, and they put the mask on, they're like, oh yeah, that, that jerk! <laughs> it's like me without my makeup, Nick. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josh, so let me, let me ask you this while Roach daddy's uh, in the can. Uh what is your favorite oh. intro? Uh of uh, you got the classic intro, you've got the two thousand three one and the Nickelodeon one. What is your favorite intro? You know,
3: um That's tough. I mean the eighty seven series is definitely way up there. Um it would be between that one and the twenty twelve series.
2: Oh wow Yeah,
3: the twenty twelve series, dude that beat is kicking. I love that song.
0: Oh, I do too.
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah, I, I remember when this came out, this cartoon. I, and I, I can't, I can't lie. I think I was just biased. I did not like the intro song. I was like, oh, this, they're <laughs> counting and everything. You know, the one, two, three, four. I don't like that. But one yeah. thing, I, one thing I did like though was the electric guitars.
3: Oh yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I love the guitar. I like the red skies too.
1: Oh yeah. Ironic, isn't it? Yeah,
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah so th- the, what I didn't know until I did a little research on this uh, episode, uh, Angel, the character Angel from the IDW comics, um, she comes from this episode. This was her debut. It's oh, cool. Hey, yeah, i a
3: you have things come out? Ugh, man. Family
0: he friendly, can't
1: He you? doesn't want to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> It didn't burn this time, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's good. good. That's, good. Yeah. that's
0: good. He didn't have as much sriracha. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the purple dragons are busting into this shop. I never understood why people would smash a cash
1: register yes, like right. that, because just change would fly everywhere. You're right.
0: You are pelted with it corners. It creates <laughs> a bigger problem than there already is. Yeah, well, what's interesting is in... Um, the IDW series She's a bit older Like here She only looks like She's about 12 years old In, the, in this episode Yeah Yeah
1: like She's like around 20 Or something like that she's Yeah the
0: same age As April. Yeah. Oh and the turtles show up Cracking skulls I have what to say I, Every voice actor That's done Michelangelo In my opinion I think has been spot on I, I really do Except for maybe You know yeah. The next mutation <laughs>
3: There's a lot of tribal music in the background. That's yeah, really. Like all the drums and stuff. That's crazy.
0: And of course, you know th- this cartoon. It's this particular episode is almost 14 years old, which is crazy to think about. Uh, I, s- I think it looks great.
3: Yeah, it does look really good.
0: Yeah. It has aged very well. Oh my God. <laughs> Broke him in half. Run NWO.
1: Man, he gets knocked out all the... Oh, a ton. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Think I don't know that's you under that mask, Jones?
0: Oh, that voice. Eyes
1: and ears all over this town. Word
0: is you've been disrespecting the dragon. Han would be a great death metal singer. Yeah. He looks like a
1: Scandinavian death metal band. <laughs> <Just> by himself.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow, broke a bad
3: Casey is just not doing well with this
0: episode. No, no, he's kind of struggling, and Angel feels bad for him. And what, what I really like is the dynamic here, it, it almost seems like like I can already see where the story's going. Uh, Casey's gonna kind of feel a little bit responsible and kind of be almost like a big brother figure to Angel, whereas in the IDW comics, they're kind of...
2: They're both They're around equal.
0: the same age and have mutual respect for each other.
2: And
0: at first, honestly, I thought they had um, like a little bit of a romantic relationship at the beginning of the series, but <laughs> or at least they did in the past or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like they might have some history. And this is the remote doohickey. That's it, but it's not finished yet. So please don't. You were gonna tell me not to press
2: this,
1: right? I always wondered why they would always walk around with their weapons. Yeah. Like, just eating a sandwich. I have a sword in my hand. Yeah. You know. <laughs> hey, what were you expecting?
0: Maybe the... assembly? Oh. <laughs> 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 I wasn't gonna say hey, it! <laughs> hey, Luigi, don't encourage them <laughs> Yeah, I, I noticed. I was like, man, I've not said that in a while. Um... <laughs>
1: Donatello, your I'll pick my moment. is <laughs> A true oh, his legs are weird. Your incredible now that, uh, skills.
0: Jay Weezy, this is your Never favorite portrayal the of uh, Splinter, right? Uh, the, uh voice. Ow. Oh, come on, my son. <laughs> Taekwondo. It's gonna take a lot more than change to break down Casey Jones. What's, what's, are those bruises on him? I
1: guess so.
0: The perfect I don't think circles. He's got measles,
1: something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Push it up or, or they were like, giving him hickeys
1: on his arm. Oh, jeez, no kidding. They must have cut that we'll part get out. We'll information from you if it's the last thing we do. Yeah. <laughs> We've literally tried everything. Somebody go kiss him a bunch of times. At
2: least I had a father, punk.
1: Oh, Actually, that would cash. probably work, like psychological warfare wise, like just just go make out with Casey. like that would work. <laughs> Send like the biggest looking dude you can to go make out
2: with him. <laughs> Alright, all
0: so Hun here and another interesting parallel is uh uh Hun in the IDW comics is Casey's dad. Yeah.
3: Oh, what? Really? Huh. Yeah, oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Great storyline there, too. It's a really good story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Weezy, if you ever decide to buy some of the IDW comics or download them, download the Deviations issue, man. It's good. Oh, it's okay. It's really good. That's probably one of my favorite comics IDW's done. It's got a dark yeah. ending, though.
1: I know, that's still my favorite IDW comic, and... It's the one I love and kind of hate the most because there's not going to be a Deviations 2 or anything like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's between that and the Christmas uh, issue for me.
1: Yeah, love both of those. I'm still IDW if you're listening. I'll write the Deviations series for you if you want. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, or animals.
0: There you go.
3: Yeah, I got to get caught up on some of those. I I had a um, subscription to get all of them at the local comic shop, and then I moved, and they got rid of my box, and so ah. I think I have, like, literally one through, like, 60. No, maybe not 60. That well, might be, like, 60. Why? You like got that. most of them, then. Yeah, I got most of them, but it stinks, because, yeah, I, I gotta try to find the rest. All
0: right. Oh, I got a special guest here. Come here, buddy. Uh-oh. Hello, bud. I got Peanut with me. Say hi to everybody, Peanut. Okay, I knew Casey He's getting ready so to go good see good the house case. here in a minute. What up,
3: Greybug?
0: <laughs> He's like, where's mom?
1: You <laughs> See, this is the polite Grayson. I don't know, Jay Weezy, if you've heard my Grayson on the show, and she just tries taking over.
0: Nice. Well, I like, uh... uh is that Donnie with the clothes on? I think it's Raph. I think oh, it's Raphael. L. Gangsta Raph.
3: Oh, dude! Throwing down some old school gangster rap. Yeah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Angel's gonna break them in. Hey, Pina, what do you think? So this is like Turtle Tracks meets Turtle Flakes. Oh.
3: now they can only do three. Good thing. I mean, thing
0: if it was four that he knows. That's true. Oh, he called it out too. <laughs> I like how no one notices. It's like we walked into an ugly
1: convention. See, if all of them didn't dye their hair, they'd notice the turtles immediately. <laughs> yeah. That's another one of us with face paint on. What's up, man?
3: What some kind
1: of punker? Oh, I hate punkers. Hate punkers. Especially so ones really with green makeup.
2: Like
1: man, don't these guys just, like, look like they are doing free advertisement for their local Hot Topic store? <laughs> 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 like, you guys are clearly trying way too hard, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, jo- uh, Josh, did we read an uh, an issue where Han was oh betting on a fight or something? Was that, that a, was, I did? Uh, universe five. We That's it. Yet. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, but, it, but it's even worse because they were doing dog fighting, which is.
0: Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, we we need to review that issue. That's actually my favorite universe issue so far.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I figured an old Hob issue would be your
0: favorite one. Yeah. 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 Oh, of course. I'm a I'm a Hob guy. I, you know what? I'm. Cl- he's a Hobby. I'm,
1: he's a Hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, man. The fans of old Hob are called hobbyists. Yeah. Yeah, hey, that's guys. it. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm becoming a, a more
0: and more an old Hob fan because I used to hate him so much. You know, I was like, ah, I like him, though. Yeah, I kind of had a Hob side in that issue, too. I, I, I'm excited to discuss that so- soon. Yeah. Oh, there's By the, the way, Blue Nut is playing. Oh, sorry, dude. Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, Peanut's playing with my turtle toys right now. Nice, dude. <laughs> yeah, he went right toward them. He just throws them on the floor, then he, he crawls into the shelf where they are. <laughs> See, you're a nicer dad than I am, because I do not let my kids play with mine. He's just like, nope.
1: <laughs> you kids are dirty and disrespectful. Nope, you're not doing nope. it.
3: Nope. <laughs> There's going to be, like, a Sandlot issue where they take one of his turtle toys and, like, throw it over the fence. <laughs> they, get, they get, like, erector sets and stuff to try to get it back.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, cool. I don't...
1: Man, I would love that, man. You know, James Earl Jones is my neighbor. Time? That's great. Dude, <laughs> right? yeah. You
0: get to talk to Darth Vader whenever I want. Uh-huh. Or as I also know him in, uh, Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh Alright,
0: so now the Turtles are in the, uh, the cage here. They're gonna fight. And I don't remember why they're in the cage. Bone saw is ready <laughs> <laughs> We just
2: gotta take out those two it's goons without time. drawing too much
1: attention. <laughs> what are you doing up there? <laughs> Staying <laughs> away from you? Yeah. That's a nice <laughs> costume. Did your husband get it for you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> here we go, spidey flakes. And right. And now Peanut is into my video games, throwing them on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Great, get, get over here. That's why I can't do Turtle Tracks anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's
1: at that point where just everything is his. Yes,
0: he's like, I don't need these Game Boy Advance games. Throw them on the floor. What are these games for ants? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so now Angel is uh, scheming against the Purple Dragons, which I really admire about her. That was a good shot there.
3: Mikey looks awesome.
0: Yeah, I was I like saying how the, the same the thing. The orange
3: coat matching, dude, that was slick.
0: Yeah, it was. Like I said, man, the animation here still looks so good.
3: Got some fly threads. Hey,
1: what are for? <laughs> Did they ever make toys of those like gangsta, gangster versions of them? <laughs> ah,
0: man, I don't know.
1: Yeah, usually the gangsta variants. So.
3: Do we think Casey's gonna get knocked out just one more time in this episode? Maybe.
0: <laughs> just maybe.
3: He just cried. <laughs> it was beautiful. What are they doing, man?
0: I don't. I, I don't know. This is a interesting take on Casey. There's Raph. Oh wait, no, that's Donnie.
1: He's wearing red.
0: Oh. Oh man.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> This is the episode where I just cannot tell what turtle is what, I'm sorry. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> yeah no kidding, yeah. Comic the same way. What was that? <laughs> no. They're I think the biology
2: lesson's the least of our
3: problems right now.
0: Like a hun can't even fit to the door.
3: I think they could have done a
2: Crossfire commercial here. Crossfire! He's got the lighting.
3: Crossfire!
0: (laughs) Did any of you have that as a kid? I actually did. I did too. Oh, it was awesome. I never had anybody to play with. It's the most most depressing game when you're alone.
1: (laughs) I used to play with my sister with that with that game but like when she wouldn't want to I would just set up G.I. Joe figures out there and shoot them
0: <laughs> Dude, that's awesome.
1: I wonder if my parents I wonder now if my parents were worried about me becoming like a maniac one day just because I would shoot action figures all the time
0: <laughs> So the, the Turtles are double teaming on Hun Looks like uh, Mikey and Don are going after the gang while uh, Leo and Raph are in the cage fighting Hun
1: and Casey is crying in a corner with his baseball bat.
0: No kidding!
3: <laughs> you saw all the guys charging for it. I thought it was a Hot Topic sale, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, buy one, get one on fucking Hot Fingers.
1: I'm not going to act like I've never shopped at a Hot Topic before. It was It's cool.
0: It's oh, I, I did it a lot. Believe it or not, they got a lot of Turtle stuff. They do, yeah, now, yeah.
3: Yeah. Dude, I I feel super old asking this, but are those still around? I haven't been to a mall in, like, forever.
0: Yeah, Hot Topic's still still around. Okay. And it's the tiniest store, like, now that I have a son, we got our stroller and stuff. Forget it, you can't even fit in there. Oh, it's terrible. I
1: mean, it it totally tells you that, like, no, if you're, like, over 20, you shouldn't be here.
0: It's like, (laughs) I know, it's like, life saying, sorry, you're too old.
1: Like, people see me in a Hot Topic store and they ask me if I'm a manager. It's like, no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> when did this happen?
2: <laughs>
0: wow, so Hun's got Leo's Katanas.
1: How has that Ooh. ever happened before? I'm just now thinking about it. How did nobody ever just sneak up on Leonardo and
0: take a sword out of this? Yeah, suit? yeah. Take
2: us out
0: of your, Donnie. Re- uh, Casey kind of pulled the uh, the movie case there. Four... <laughs> there's the Shell Razor. About time that thing busted up somebody else's place for a change. Donatello
1: made a self-driving car, like, ten
0: years before Google ever did. That's my dad. Turtle Uber. Angel? Wow. The Angel defends Hun there. Thank you there. for making the biggest mistake of your life. Ugh. Thanks. Hey. Ah, she kept them in line. And you gotta regulate. She gotta regulate, yeah.
1: There's a reason why she's never in any other episodes ever again. Nobody tells
0: Casey <laughs> Jones what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Look how the turtles are all sneaking up, watching. Angel. Is you gonna kiss her? Grandma. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Take an eye on her. Thank you, Casey. Thank you for bringing back my angel. Now I've got a pie fresh out of the oven, and I insist you come inside and join. Me. <laughs> pie? Yo, Case, how's about introducing Grandma to your friends? Forget it, Mikey.
2: One ninjas. <laughs> <and> <laughs> no, are no, I'm sorry. Doc, <laughs> Josh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the silent protectors of the We well, see, Pusher. like, I'm
1: sorry, but I have the sound off so good, because Mike, I can hear I it through uh, my speakers here from your guys' computers. Oh, so, really? So, like, all I have, I have like no sound going. So that's what entered my head <laughs>
0: immediately. So you had to fill it in, didn't you? <laughs> I had to. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, you know I really, really enjoyed this episode. I I thought this was great. This one's not bad. I don't like it. Yeah, because yeah, I I like I like the fact that you know i, I- sure there's a couple things I didn't like, like um, the fact that Casey's a little bit sissified, just a little bit in this one. Yeah. But they make up for it at the end uh, when he's about to kill Hun with his bat. He's like, "This is for my dad," and Angel stops him. So, and I think that's that's important. That there's got to be somebody to keep. Casey Jones in check because you know sometimes just like Raph he can he can fly off the handle and his anger takes over he has to have a voice of reason to kind of talk him down a little bit
1: isn't that like everybody's job on the team like April Splinter the four turtles he's got like nine people to keep him in check oh true like, he's just he's a toddler you know <laughs> yeah true very true it
0: takes nine people yeah <laughs> right and it takes two incomes to feed him you know yeah, <laughs> very, yeah true very true uh, but, guys, you know, one, one thing I, I'm so, I feel so bad for, and I'll, I'll just mention this real quick and then I'll, I'll close out the show, uh, for our Radical Relic segment, I completely forgot about it. I just talked right over it. Um, we were talking about the 1986 uh, TMNT Authorized Martial Arts Training Manual. Um, I just, I'll just say a couple things <laughs> oh, about this. Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was real. And, and the interesting thing is Mirage had nothing to do with this. This was uh, – this the independent comic company that started in 1986 called Solson, Solson Publications, and they were closed down by 1987. So they were not around long, um, but they made six different issues where it's literally like a martial arts manual. And they, they, it's not safe for kids because they're describing weapons and how to grip them, you know, the bow staff, the katanas. Oh, wow. uh, and, and there's some interesting commentary in it. So I'll, I'll leave a link in the show notes of an article I read. Uh... It is really, really funny, and believe it or not, these books are not expensive. Uh, I, I searched on eBay; they're they're pretty common, which I'm, I was surprised by because I've never yeah. heard of them. Um, and you could get uh, each issue for like five bucks. So, uh, collect again, them all. Yeah, cl- collect the whole set, <laughs> just like the Guano <laughs> bowls. <laughs> Check it out; it's the TMNT authorized martial arts training manual, and that was our radical retro or our radical relic segment. And I completely forgot about it. So. So back to the uh, cartoon episode, guys. How many uh, slices of pizza would you give it? You know, like I
1: think I'd give this like seven, maybe six. Actually, you know, it's six because it's it's okay. You know, it's yeah, just, it, okay. It, it, it really kind of bums me out that Casey's just kind of so easy to take out. Apparently,
0: ah, true, very true. You know?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably go seven just because I love the uh, gangster turtles, the gangster yeah. uh, <laughs> Raph.
1: He just wants to be one up on me. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that guy on prices, right? That's like I'll do ninety dollars and one cent. Oh, and you know,
3: yeah, you know,
0: that's right. <laughs> I know what's up. And you know, I'd give this a nine point nine five. Oh, no, I won't go that high, but i'll I'll give it a I'll give it an eight. Um, I really like this episode for the dynamic between Angel and Casey. I, I really like those two together, and I don't know if that happens a lot in the series. I I really don't remember. Um, but I really, really liked Angel here, Love her in the IDW comics. Um, she's actually becoming one of my favorite side characters. really like her. Uh, and for that reason, and that reason alone, I'll give this issue a or this episode an eight. So eight slices out of ten. Uh, guys, if you want to send us an email, our email address is turtleflakespodcast at gmail.com. Um. Thank you so much for Craig uh, writing us a review. Uh, I think we talked about it in the last episode, but we really appreciate the five star review on iTunes. Um, this show is free, and we want to continue to keep it free for you guys. And and uh, you know, I don't think anyone would want to pay for this anyway.
3: no <laughs> yeah, definitely not. No, no, no. no.
1: But the only uh, people that
0: pay for it are me and Josh Whip. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Jerks. Okay. Uh, but
0: doing uh, our time. Uh huh. Uh Well, you're welcome. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to write us a review, that really helps out the show. You know, that's the one thing that can get more listeners involved. The more reviews we get, um, the more, I think, iTunes broadcasts the show or advertises the show. So, uh, guys, the more the merrier there. That would be great. And we love, first of all, we love to hear from you. You know, that that's the first and foremost, most important thing to us. Um, also, we're on Twitter at Turtle Flakes. And anything else? Any other links? Oh, and our main website. I I know I say this every time, but soon, whenever I have a few days off of work, I want to upload all of our episodes and and make the website current because I think we stopped uploading episodes around uh, episode 37. So we're a little behind.
1: (laughs) When I started on the show, we stopped. Right, (laughs) right, about a year ago. (laughs)
0: Uh, So, uh, yeah, just check out all the links, guys. And, again, thank you all so much for listening. Please give us a call. Um, Our TurtleCom line is... Uh, eight six five three zero nine forty eight seventy five. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, guys, the question we all want to know is what type of pizza are we gonna to have to close out another totally tubular episode of Turtle Flakes. So, what are you guys thinking? Oh man, you
1: know what? Uh, I would love to have a chorizo and egg pizza, breakfast pizza. Well, now, you know? what is that? Tur- chorizo? Chorizo is kind of like Spanish uh, sausage, basically. Ooh. Or, yeah. So it's you can make you can find it with a it's usually made out of pork or beef, but it's really spicy. You mix it with eggs. Uh, you cook it with eggs, and it's really good. So. Huevos
0: so... con chorizo.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and
0: that is a Spanish lesson from Jay Weezy over there. That is some <laughs> <conversation>. Senor. <laughs> Dude, I like that. All right. Senor so... So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right, dudes and dudettes. Well, here's the hope in you. Oh, what was it called? Ch- chorizo and egg pizza chorizo and egg okay alright Jue- dudes dudettes with huevos <laughs> uh, chorizo huevos pizza okay I'm gonna <laughs> alright yes. uh, alright dudes do that. well here's to hoping you enjoy your chorizo huevos pizza uh, cowbunga dudes cowbunga everyone cowbunga
1: And then I had to feed him. And then it's like four o'clock, and I was like, "Well, I might as well stay up." Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know all about it, man. I, I've been up since uh, three. But the the other morning, uh, Cookie, our dog, she never, she never does this, but she did the same exact thing. She got she started whining at around three in the morning. I had to go poop. So yep. Like, all right.
1: It's like, I get that. You know, that wakes me up more often than not. I got to go to the bathroom, but it's just like,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're you're. you're
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's my... The, dog, the dogs were, not you. Oh, right, right. <laughs> no, the, the, that, that's me, man. But luckily, I, I got up right in time this time. See, last last uh, Saturday, I got up a little too late, so I couldn't edit as much. But, um, oh, was that the Saturday before? I can't remember. But uh, This time, I got up right at three. I got uh, all the prep work done for today's episode, uh, because I hadn't done any throughout the week. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, uh, I got the rest of the last episode edited. Um, and then I even had enough time to um, pick the lady up some food. And it was right at 8 o'clock. And I was like, oh gosh, man, that was perfect timing.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you texted me, you were like, okay, we'll start at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock my time. I was like, all right, great. Wait a minute. Does he need to eat this morning or? Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm already dragging Butt, and if I have to wait 12 more hours, it's like, Ugh. Ugh, I can't do it. I don't know. <laughs> it will be Josh the Cynic, It's just like, yeah, you know what? Just yeah. like, tur- I'm done with turtles. All right. Yeah, this, so, this comic sucked. Oh. <laughs> and so, oh, but I got the I got the issue read this time. So. All right. Hey,
0: that's that's better than last time.
1: <laughs> I got the. I'll tell I you what, though.
0: I'll tell you what, though. In your defense, or or uh, to your credit, you winged it exceptionally well, because it's, it actually sounded like you read the comic in the last episode. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't What comic did we did we talk about last week?
0: That was um, the uh, issue 8, the uh, Cerebus one.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see... That's how much it stuck with me. It's like, okay, yeah. What was that again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cerebus, a guy who I've never read a comic about, and Renette, a person who, like... I really should not be dressed like that you know okay
0: (laughs) no i know can you believe her dad let her out of the house like that
1: i know she's like you (laughs) you you let it be known that she's 16 dressed like that in public and drinking beer it's like okay so there's three strikes right (laughs) you're done you're done man i'm sorry
0: Uh, yeah exactly exactly
1: but i've got i've got the comic red i've got one recommendation and i got a toy to review but if for the sake of time, if you want to wait, I can do some of. The, I can do, I can do that next week or whenever.
0: Oh well, it's it's fine. Um, yeah, if if we can do like a speedy review of that stuff, that is completely fine. Um, because I was okay. a little worried about the toy. I was like, because I, I didn't pick one out. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if you think you can get it all in in an hour and about twenty minutes, I say go for it.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: Yeah, and I can always speed up the uh, comic review too. So, okay. no problem,
1: Yeah, this man. comic. Oh, man, I didn't like this comic. No way, really?
0: Oh, so uh, I liked it.
1: We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't feeling this one.
0: <laughs> no way. Oh, Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I see Josh is on here. That's cool. I was kind of afraid he wouldn't be able to come because I didn't hear anything from him. So let me yeah. let me add him to the call. Jay Weezy on two weeks in a row. Two
1: weeks. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yo! I can, I can hear something, Josh. I can hear air conditioner or something like that. Yeah, we can hear something, buddy. If you can hear us. <laughs> like he Hello? Hello? Whoa! There he is. Hello, boy. I'm not hearing you guys. Uh-oh, we, we can hear you. I'll, I'll type something
1: nice. real quick. Oh, there we guys, go. He always sounds extremely tired whenever he's on this show. <laughs> How's it going, what up, dudes?
0: What's up, man?
2: Pretty
3: good.
0: You, did you oh. just wake up, big guy? Uh,
3: Maybe like 10 minutes ago. I haven't had coffee
0: yet. Uh, guys, um, that last episode, no joke. Uh, it, w- it was funny. Just I was cracking up just editing it, so... Uh, and we, ha- we ended up having about 25 minutes of blooper reel material. Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
3: The same thing for our, uh, when we were renting, when we moved to Michigan, our house payment's like a tiny bit more and we have so much more room for activities.
0: <laughs> but you have a bunk bed and everything. I know. <laughs> that was yes. a, that was that's a good. terrible idea. Why'd you, let, why'd you let us do that? <laughs> you want to go do karate? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, well, I will take us in, the teacher,
3: so and, um... Leonardo, and make up the team with one fellow, He's the leader of the group, from the norm by the nuclear it up to a No, no. no.
2: no, no. Are you <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> hearing
3: it, Rob? <laughs> Seriously?
2: Seriously?
3: <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Dude, that's crazy. I wonder if I must wonder like, there must be like some be feedback.
0: Feedback thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how about... move it away a little bit. How about now? Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. that Yeah, yeah. That is bizarre. That is strange. I've never seen that's that's really weird because I literally have the microphone by it. I can hear it myself. You guys can hear me, but yet you can't hear that. Yeah, I bet Yeah, I bet is Skype is, is like it filtering out, it out so, so like you don't so get, like you
3: feedback, don't get or feedback or something. Oh,
0: wow. Okay, well, I will sum it up. So bottom line is, uh, I'll go ahead and edit this into the show. I'll just uh, just edit the MP3 in when I can figure out, oh, can okay. figure out how to do that works. it. But basically, um, it's so funny. Uh, Google translates it uh, into like text, and it's completely <laughs> off. <laughs> it says, <laughs> it "says Terra Bone, good dudes," and Anthony Tag here, uh, which is not not correct at all. There was another one that was uh, said, Kobo dudes." So that was a good one too. So Josh, uh, not to get too off topic, do you remember the first conversation we had, man, on the phone? Yeah, I was yeah.
3: Uh, I remember of. it was it was a I week just...
0: before we started. Uh, I was like, you and I never talked on the phone before. You remember that we we talked on the phone like a week before we recorded the first episode. Oh yeah, okay, yeah,
3: yeah. It was it was kind of weird because like you, you have no idea what how it's gonna go, yeah, right, you know, right? and you're, you know what the person's gonna sound like. You are like no, <laughs> I was super pumped because you guys did uh, Ninja Turtles retro junkie shows.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh,
3: and that's that's how I, that's why I reached out to you guys. Yeah
0: yeah absolutely oh man it was, it was good times you know and, and, and uh, the reason I bring that up is like you know at this point now like sure Josh and I started it but uh steady you're just part of this if if not even more so <laughs> uh, nah, I mean, yeah stable. absolutely man absolutely we're, we're I refuse to do the show like if, if uh, I don't know if one of you guys couldn't do it anymore I, I think I'd have to retire the show I, I don't think I could do it without either one of you and I'll.
3: Big bad beetle. <laughs> <Metallics>. <laughs> and
0: he'll be singing that for the rest of the day.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. You're welcome. Oh, there
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs>